0: The Mean Gene Show on iHeartRadio. You can also listen on Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The Mean Gene Show airs weekly on iHeartRadio with guest professional athletes, national sports writers, and much more. We discuss the latest in the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, and more. Welcome to the Mean Gene Show, streaming live on Podbean.com. And of course, you can catch the podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Join me and Dustin Pfeiffer for the Sports King Show this upcoming Friday morning for our NFL Division Rounds playoff show immediately after the Mean Gene Show as we also stream live here on Podbean.com and get you ready for more NFL playoff games and we'll have our thoughts and opinions, predictions, and analysis for next weekend's games. But first, let's get into what took place this wild card weekend. Oh my goodness. Okay, woo. All right, the show is brought to you by thescore.com. Download the app and follow your favorite team, favorite sports, and get your daily scores and sports updates, okay? You already know what we're gonna be talking about today. Lots of NFL action, okay? And I know there's other things happening in the world of sports, but, man, I don't know if I'm going to have a lot of time to get into that. First of all, happy Martin Luther King Day, all right, for those of you who are fortunate to have the day off. And you should have the day off because the weather is absolutely horrible, miserable, whatever word you want to use to describe it. It is bad, okay. I love watching the weather. I'm I'm a weather guy, and I've told you a thousand times that if I wasn't doing sports and none of this stuff, I would have loved to uh have been a uh, meteorologist, okay, because I just follow stuff like that. I'm weird like that. That's the nerdy side of mean gene. But anyway, all right, so I know blizzards and stuff happening all over the place. The weather's so bad that an entire NFL wildcard game uh, was postponed and moved uh, to today, So we're going to talk about that Pittsburgh Steelers-Buffalo-Bills game, which is going to take place today. So look, you're already off, so this is just great. You get a bonus game, you know, uh, for uh, MLK Day. So look, we are going to get into Cleveland Browns and Texans. We're going to talk about that game that took place on Saturday. We also are going to talk about that frigid cold game Uh, between the miami dolphins and the kansas city chiefs and and we would talk about those of you who were able to stream it live on peacock apparently and according to uh the uh nfl and peacock a lot of you did because record numbers are being reported uh as of this morning that uh, many of you uh damn near broke the internet down streaming that game on peacock so we'll talk about that and of course sunday's games oh my goodness look i am in houston texas right now which is about three and a half hours from dallas okay and i'm concerned about my folks up there in dallas all right i used to live in dallas okay and um i got a lot of great friends that are Cowboys fans up there, and of course, you know, the great Jim Jeffcoat, number 77, back in the days, two-time Super Bowl champion, used to be on this show. He was a Sports Kings. And, uh, whew, man, I'm, I'm worried about the folks up there in Dallas. And I'm not worried about them jumping off skyscrapers because it's too damn cold up there. It's like 15 degrees, wind chill factor up there, maybe a minus five up there. So that ain't happening. They they might be upset, but they ain't outside dropping <laughs> off any buildings because it's too cold. But we're gonna talk about that Packers Cowboys game. Oh my goodness! And last night's game, um, it was the return of Matthew Stafford in Detroit, and it just wasn't. I mean, it was just look, man. We talked about the storyline and and just the matchup all together between the you know uh, the you know, previous Super Bowl champion Rams uh, a couple of years ago, right? Going up to Detroit and facing, you know, Matthew Stafford going up there. Man, it's just, did did you see all of the pregame hoopla about that? A lot of love still between the folks up there. A lot of love uh, between Matthew Stafford and his family in Detroit. So the guy still has a house up there. We'll talk about that game last night. And then uh, we'll get into tonight's games between, uh, or this afternoon, or, Leading into tonight, man, just great to have back-to-back-to-back action here. Uh, Even though this one game was not even scheduled, but we got it anyway. uh, The New York governor promises uh, that the Steelers-Bills game will not be postponed again. So uh, that game is still scheduled. It's going to take place. uh, Thanks to all of those people who went up there and accepted that $20 an hour and the free food to get that stadium ready. Uh, Highmark Stadium there in Buffalo. Get it ready for the Knights game. So we'll talk about that. Uh, and the uh, nightcap game there, which will be the Philadelphia Eagles and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I have a treat for you. Uh, I have an interview with Sonny Thompson, who uh, covers the Buccaneers for the Sports Kings, okay? You guys follow the Sports Kings. as me, Dustin Pfeiffer, downtown Wayne Brown, Dennis Sharma, uh, if you remember us from SportsMap Radio and the uh, Yahoo Sports Radio, and of course we were, uh, we had a one-year residency in Las Vegas. If you were able to catch us out there, uh, we um, so we are the Sports Kings. But Sony Thompson, she, we we call her the Sports Queen. Well, she's in Tampa. She lives in Tampa, Florida. So she uh, her assignment is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So if you've been able to catch her some of her interviews on social media, she has the Sony Sports Report. And uh, man, her and Todd Bowles have, you know, sort of built this great relationship there. So uh, he answers a lot of her questions and uh Mike Evans and all of it, Baker Mayfields, man, she's just been doing a hell of a job with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers down there. So she's coming on later on in the show to talk about the Buccaneers and how they're going to prepare for tonight and what might take place and all of this great stuff. So they are the NFC South champions. So anyway, Uh, So we got a great show. All right. So I know other things are, are taking place in sports outside of the NFL, but man, it's just kind of tough to get to it on a Monday coming off a NFL wildcard weekend. And we still are in the middle of the NFL wildcard, you know, weekend. So anyway, all right, let's start with what took place right here in this town, Houston uh uh, texas which the nrg stadium is about 40 minutes from me up the highway up uh, interstate 45 and uh 45 which is uh, how about that number 45 as the man look these games are so unpredictable and speaking of just being unpredictable me and dustin pfeiffer did the sports kings wild card predictions right we look i i had a uh impeccable record during the regular season as far as win losses going through a- each week picking the games right <laughs> but these playoffs so far i didn't win a game this weekend until last night thanks to the detroit lions right i was O for whatever i'm one and four or for these games right and uh oh or one and five or whatever but anyway uh amazing amazing that uh i was able to get a win i predicted that the browns would come in with their defense uh, being the more experienced team just being the more i mean look they earned they 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 they're, they're right you know i know they didn't win the afc north but you know they 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 they, they look they have five different quarterbacks come in there and steer the ship um and and but that defense was the one mainstay, the one thing that just was right there. Um, you cannot tell me that a Miles Garrett led defense would would allow what happened hap- to happen. Anyway, uh, let's start with the Texans, okay? Let's just start with this roller coaster. It's not even a roller coaster, man, because roller coasters go up and down. This thing, uh, this is a spaceship. And, and and we can say spaceship because we're in Houston, right? This thing just keeps going up, um, man. The the, the the Texans defeated, and that's just putting it mildly, defeated the Cleveland Browns forty five to fourteen uh, in a wild card matchup on Saturday. And 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 the, uh, CJ Stroud, uh, the rookie, became the youngest quarterback to win a playoff game after throwing for. 274 yards three touchdowns and uh whew, oh my goodness uh incredible i mean this guy this kid look the second pick overall in, in last year's draft uh it's certainly not playing like it okay and 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 i've said many times on this show and the sports king show that the texans felt like they got the number one pick and this guy is certainly uh playing like it i mean they picked apart that Cleveland Browns defense, like they, it was just amazing. Now, my neighbor, um, he is from Cleveland, <laughs> and he texts me throughout the game, like, what is going on? Like, me and Gene, I get my sports information from you. You told me that the Browns was going to win. As a matter of fact, me and Dustin Pfeiffer, we both picked the Browns. And I don't know. And then he says, well, never mind. It's just the same old Browns. And I don't even want to say that. I I, I, I know if you live in Cleveland, yeah, you've been through it. You've been through it. You've seen it. You know, it's like the same old Browns, you know. And and, uh, they, they said the same thing about the Indians, the same old Cleveland Indians. But I don't know what happened, man. But you could just run into just a, look, it's hard sometimes to really get, these rookies could come in. The, the college football is doing such a great job these days of preparing these kids for the NFL. I mean, you look at some of these guys. These these guys are coming in, and and we're talking about Jordan Love here. I mean, now Jordan Love is not a rookie, but you know, for the most part, he hasn't seen any action. But and um, but man, these kids are coming in here. You you saw it with Deshaun Watson too. I mean. These guys are coming in here, they're playing great football because they are prepared. You know, these coordinators and coaches, Nick Saban's one, you know, these guys, look how many guys he prepared for the NFL. And and, and Clemson, Texas A&M, Georgia, these coaches, man, these guys are coming in being prepared, okay? And they watch a lot of NFL. These offenses in college now are kind of catered around the NFL. It's a passing league now. You're seeing more passing in college football than you've ever seen, Uh, where back in the day it used to be run. Running backs used to rule college football. Uh, But now, and these defenses now, man, I tell you, they got to prepare for this stuff. And C.J. Stroud is just one hell of a guy. Oh, my goodness. 45, you know, I, I, I may have bought this story with a close one at the end, but a route? that no one saw this coming no one saw this coming and these guys someone needs to tell them that you're not supposed to be here you're not supposed to do this 313 and 1 last year to uh the division around now of the playoffs this is crazy this is unreal so anyway uh you can't take anything away from these guys and and they are getting it done nico collins getting it done brevin jordan Uh, Dalton Schultz, you know, and they they were just having fun out there. D'Amico Ryans, you know, but one thing was said over the weekend by uh, the commentators is that when you look at this team, they're all, they're all used to winning. When you look at D'Amico Ryans coming from the 49ers winning organization, look at CJ Stroud coming from Ohio state winning organization. You, you look at, uh, uh uh will anderson uh winning organizations these guys already know about winning so that this is what they know they know they know they have it in their mindset they have it in their dna uh if you want to you know uh, put it that way they know about winning they they don't know how to lose and when you put all these ingredients together man you 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 got a match made in heaven here you didn't you didn't brought these guys together now they don't they ain't trying to hear this outside noise that man they are you know we're rookies, rookie coach rookie players they're not trying to hear that and 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 now you're seeing the results of what what winning combinations winning attitudes winning mentalities you're seeing what you're seeing how it works if you put it all put all the pieces together. And and this is what you're getting here, man. This is what you're getting here. So the Texans now are moving on, and uh, the Cleveland Browns. And look, Kevin Stefanski. I tell you what he said. It. <laughs> look, you can't make this stuff up. He said, "Hey, he basically said we picked a bad day to have a bad day," and 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 they did. They did. You know, you 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 know, look. One thing I, I like to see, and you know, fantasy football is over. But one thing I like to see when 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 I'm playing fantasy football is I love to have a great defense going up against a rookie quarterback. That usually works, okay. But in the case of C.J. Stroud, uh, look, in any other you look look when when you look at a Miles Garrett and you look at uh, the matchup and you like, oh, he's going up against a rookie quarterback. And you're like, oh yes, this is gonna be. He's gonna sack him at least a couple of times, right? Well, Miles Garrett, uh, hey, I think he got one hurry on C.J. Stroud, which was ineffective, but zero sacks against C.J. Stroud. And you just don't. I mean, it's just come on. Miles Garrett was just irrelevant in, in this game here, and and uh, you just can't. Man, it was just bad. It was just bad to have you know. And you saw that defense sitting on the sideline there and they're getting picked apart like that. Um, man, that was just mind blowing. And there the Browns are what you know, what do they do? What do they do? You know, Jim Swartz basically have had this team playing uh they were a number one ranked defense almost all, almost most the majority of the year. And they just get picked apart like it was nothing like it was nothing like like nothing and and i know it was humiliating and uh yeah just what a way to, to to just lose it all and i really felt bad for 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 those guys and hey you know you 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 go home and you 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 know it's over you know you debrief the team you see what what happens there but uh um man the disappointing loss there. So the Browns are out of the playoffs, the Houston Texans, they move on to the division rounds and we don't know who they're going to play just yet, but they could either end up in Buffalo or uh, in Baltimore. So we don't, we don't know how that's going to work, but either way, they're going to have to get on the road now, but uh, interesting stuff. So, all right. So then that was your Saturday afternoon game. Then the, Cold, frigid game. Look, I don't know about you, but sometimes it's tough to watch a cold game, you know, because you just feel cold. You find yourself, look, even though I was nowhere near Kansas City, but you just feel like you have to go grab some, you know, hot chocolate, some tea or something other than a blanket as if you're at the game, right? It's just something about cold weather games put you in a different mood. You know it's it's really weird, I don't know it's just uh, it's it's just like that, okay, but anyway uh so yeah they they basically got all of the country prepared for this cold game, which uh nothing like the Buffalo Pittsburgh situation, but still sometimes you don't have to see it, you can feel it, and those people in Kansas City they could tell you. That it was cold. Okay, you 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 know you didn't you didn't see the snow all over the place. This that and the other, but uh, believe me, it was there. It it, it was cold, and uh, Andy Reid's mustache uh, pretty much confirmed it there. And you know, but I did. I liked how they had him moving up and down the field because look, you don't want to be just sitting still in one place uh, in those type of conditions. Uh, and you saw he was uh, moving up and down the field more so than he normally does, you know, when it's not cold. But anyway, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, they uh, are still in these playoffs. They are still the uh, defending Super Bowl champs, okay? Uh, And uh, as cold as it was in Arrowhead Stadium, Patrick Mahomes, uh, they were able to beat the Miami Dolphins about uh, a score of 26-7 to seven and uh, advanced to the division around. So, look, uh, I mean, the game wasn't as bad as people thought. I mean, you know, most folks were predicting a 7-3 game, 3 nothing game. You know, I, I think sometimes the weather, you know, th- they could just hype this up in a certain way to, to make you almost disinterested in watching the game. But it wasn't that bad. And Tyreek Hill, who used to play for the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, he knew more about these conditions than anybody. I don't know if he played a game under those conditions, but he certainly has played in cold weather. So he was the one guy that could probably get the team prepared, you know, as much as he can. Uh, You just have to, you know, get You know, get it out of your head, you know, and those players, I guess, moving around and playing is the best thing. I I felt bad for the guys who were on the sidelines. You know, they 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 showed all of the mechanics and, and, and systems that they had to keep players warm on the bench and the sidelines and all of that underground equipment that they have, because, man, those are the guys that are feeling the pain. Not the ones on the field, man, you know they're ripping and running, and and that blood's boiling, and and you know their body temperature is kind of doing what it's supposed to do. But if you're sitting on that sidelines, boy, you you're like, woo, okay, hey, let's let's get this heat going. But anyway, uh, it was an impressive drive by the Dolphins actually to to kind of get down there. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa actually hit Tyreek uh, with a 53 yard touchdown there. Uh, and made it a 10-7 game there, which was quite impressive. I, I, You know, I certainly wasn't expecting them to to put the ball up there like that, but you have to do the, the unexpected in those situations there. But look here. Uh, I mean, you know, this game was one of those games where the Chiefs obviously had the advantage. They knew what they needed to do. Um, Mahomes finished that game 23-41, passing with 262 yards and a touchdown. Uh, and not to mention 41 yards on the ground. We saw him run a little bit more. Uh, Rasheed Rice uh, was his go-to guy in this game, uh, catching uh, eight uh, uh, of his 12 targets for 130 yards and a touchdown. So uh, Tua, uh, he was 20 of 39, 199 yards uh, to go to touchdown. Of course, he had one pick there, and then uh, Tariq only had five, uh, caught five passes for sixty-two yards. It just wasn't, you know, it just wasn't going to be one of those big nights for him. I don't think the the Chiefs' secondary was just going to allow him to just, you know, uh, tear them apart back there. And then, of course, you know, the the, the big one there was the fifty-three-yard touchdown in the first half. So you just didn't see anything there um, in in the second half. So, but anyway, um, and and look. The same problem existed with the Chiefs as far as their struggles with the wide receivers. I mean, you saw a lot, you know. They really tried to get those wide receivers engaged there. You know, I mean, you you could really see that. They were really trying there. And I think – I still don't think the Chiefs are going to repeat there. Uh, look, I, we'll see what Buffalo looks like tonight and. You know the conditions may not show us the real Buffalo, but we we should see. But I, I I still don't like what I see from the Chiefs, even though, you know they this one we all knew that they were gonna gonna get this win. But uh, nevertheless, um, man, they 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 they're moving, and they know they're gonna have to go on the road more than likely, um, d- depending on what happens here. So if if the Steelers. Uh, knock off the Buffalo Bills, then the Chiefs would be at home, and and I believe the Texans would go to Kansas City. So that would and that would be interesting, though, because then the Texans, you know, would be at a slight disadvantage because that weather probably ain't going to get any better um, in, in in a week's time. But we should see, we should see. But anyway, uh, they, they they get the win. I, I, even though the Chiefs won that game, I I just still don't like what I see. Okay. Um, one reason why the dolphins just, you know, didn't have it together, they, they, they just couldn't move the ball. They couldn't move the ball, and you can blame it on the weather, what, what have you. They, 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 they couldn't move the ball. They couldn't get it, you know, to the red zone, and, and this is what you need to do. And they couldn't, you know, uh, the, the, the what we saw all year with Tyreek Hill and those long balls and stuff, that just wasn't going to happen. The secondary wasn't going to allow that to happen. Uh, um, uh, Jalen Waddle, even though he was prepared and ready to go, um, it, it just, it, it didn't matter, uh, monster, uh, you know, the, the run game passing game, nothing was just there for, for the Miami dolphins. So anyway, um, so the, Hey, they're, they're in a, um, uh, the, in, Oh, and the defense wise for, for the Miami dolphins. I think when you look at the injuries that the dolphins had, That is one reason why they were unable to really stop the Chiefs. And that's been the reason why they've been able to stop a lot of folks here lately. But remember, um, Bradley Chubb losing him to that ACL in in Week 17, that man, that hurt. And Jalen Phillips, uh, when he tore his Achilles in Week 12, that certainly didn't help. So I meant the defense has hurt a, a lot. A lot, even though they picked up Justin Houston, uh, you know, you know, the former chief, by the way. Um, It just didn't, you know, the defense has always been a problem there in Miami. So, um, all right. So they, they are out of the playoffs. So the Browns and the Dolphins are out of the playoffs. But look, an interesting story, though, okay? because a lot of people called me and they wanted to know exactly how could they see this game? And look, they told you that this game was going to be on Peacock. All right. I told you last week that this game was going to be on Peacock. Now, I don't know if you were listening to me, but Peacock, uh, they had a big night. All right. It was the first NFL playoff game exclusively shown. On the NBC Universal Own Streamer. Okay. And basically registering record ratings and internet usage for the matchup and the freezing cold between the Chiefs and the Dolphins. So this is what they're telling us. All right. And this is uh according to MSN.com that the Peacock exclusive wildcard game garnered 23 million total viewers and this is according to Nielsen. nbc said in a release that the game sets records for the most streamed live event in u.s history and was also responsible for the most internet usage ever in the u.s on a single date now how do we know that i'm gonna ask al gore Maybe he can really confirm that, right? You know, he is the internet, Mr. Internet, right? Consuming thirty percent of all internet traffic during Saturday nights game. So if you were like if you couldn't get to a certain site, maybe that that's why. You're wondering why your internet's slow, you're paying thousands of dollars for high speed, and you still couldn't get where you needed to go. <laughs> it was because people were trying to get now I heard that uh, and of course, I don't know. You know, this is one thing about reports—you find whatever information you want to find, whether it's positive of neg- or negative. Some people were not able to get on. Some people were were having problems, and 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 I can see why. Because look, if you got in, you got in. We already know supply and demand. Look, if you got—I mean, if if that many people were trying to get on, then imagine—you know there had to be a small percentage of people that couldn't get on but nevertheless they you know people people got in there now another concern is and 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 me and dustin feiffer kind of briefly talked about this is that man you know why is it that you can watch these games all year long on your local stations there whether it's fox whether it's abc whether it's cbs or whatever and then this was a critical playoff game. You're talking about the defending Super Bowl champions and and the Miami Dolphins, and you put this on a streamer, a streaming platform there, and a lot of folks felt, you know, slighted by this. That you know, how dare you? How dare we have to go and pay for this, even though uh, it may have cost you five ninety nine or whatever just to uh, be able to 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 get this. It's just the fact that the NFL. The NFL is not going to turn down money opportunities. Now they made a lot of money for uh, NBC and, and or Peacock, really. So and and then they made some money for themselves. And but the 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 you know the consumer is usually the one that gets kind of screwed in the end. You know, and and look, you you have to first of all, you you, you gotta have, you know like the people that like if you are. In one of those areas where you don't have the streaming service or you don't have Wi-Fi, some folks still have rabbit ears. Some folks still have antennas on top of the house. Some folks are still trying to make sure they get a clear signal from wherever this, that, and the other, and that's all they get. And that's that's really jacked up, you know that that, that that's the case. So they completely missed the game, you know. It's just kind of sad, but yeah, it's the world we live in, and you got to really, you know. Just be prepared. I mean, they and then, of course, the NFL also has the one app that you catch in the game, but you got to pay. You got to pay to play, and 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 you know, uh, a lot of people did download it, and of course, they would cancel because we all know, once the football season is over, you have zero need for the Peacock. I mean, unless you are into other programming, you know, and shows or movies or. Whatever else they have to offer, I mean, some people, you know, these 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 streaming platform services are really unique about their programming because you might like this show on this platform, that show on that platform. Next thing you know, you got you got to get them all, you know, and and you got to so you got to be careful. So when you look at your your bank statements and you know you're like, what the hell, you know, yeah, I mean, I had almost a hundred dollars worth of streaming services or subscriptions. So you got to be careful with this stuff. But anyway, when it comes to sports, though, you know, if you're a diehard sports fan like I am, you just deal with it because it's usually only short term. You know, if you only like the NFL, just brace yourself, save up for it, do whatever you need to do. Get it it done, like they say here in Texas, and just be ready because it's going to happen. You know, the NBA season. Is a little tougher. I think those are a little bit more expensive because it's a longer season, baseball season. NFL is just quick and short. And, you know, you get it, you know. But anyway, uh, Peacock, well, congratulations. You made a lot of money. And uh, hey, all right. So, all right, let's look at the, uh, the Sunday games here because, man, oh, man, oh, man. So Saturday uh, was exciting, but nothing compared to sunday okay uh look here um if you are a green bay packers fan and i have quite a few of them that follow me on social media and uh one of them uh her name is barbara and barbara yes i'm shouting you out here on the mean gene show okay Barbara is a big time Green Bay Packers fan. All right. Uh, Usually, when I put any content out there talking about the Packers, boy, she's the first one to be on it. Okay. And I could just imagine Barbara watching this game. I'm not going to give her last name because I don't, yeah, I have to, you know, respect her privacy for that. But Barbara, I know you enjoyed the game yesterday between your Green Bay Packers and the Dallas Cowboys, okay? The final score of this game was the Green Bay Packers 48, Dallas 32, but don't get it twisted, folks. That was not the way this game went. Oh, it was a good, close game. No, the hell it wasn't. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm, don't even make me pull up the box scores, okay? Um, let me just look. Here's the CBS uh, Sports.com headlines. Okay, these are not my headlines. Cowboys versus Packers scores, takeaways. Jordan Love, Aaron Jones left Green Bay to blowout over Dallas. All right. Packers become the NFL's first. Number seven seed to ever advance. Wow! So this makes it even more uh, interesting. So let me give you Mean Jeans breakdown on this. The Packers beat the brakes off the Dallas Cowboys. This was ugly. Okay, it was seven nothing. It was fourteen nothing. Uh, Should have been twenty one nothing. Missed an extra point. But then it was 27 nothing, So it just had the feel of something was going to go wrong. You ever just sit there and you watch and you just feel like, man, something's going to go wrong. Something's going to go wrong here. And this was incredible because, first of all, I should be feeling a little bad myself because I picked the Dallas Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl. I picked the Dallas Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl not because, you know, look, I'm you know, I was trying to be funny or anything. Um, uh, this team has been incredible. The team is talented. The defense, you've watched the Dallas Cowboys play. You've seen what they did to folks. You saw them at home, they were untouchable. You seen them destroy guys, uh, you know, you've seen their defense takeaways and everything. You've seen Dak uh with thirty six touchdown passes, uh interceptions have been a little bit low. Uh Yesterday, boy, I, I, the different uh, situation yesterday, uh, they've been well coached, this, that, and the other. I don't know what the hell happened. I don't know how you do not be prepared. Now, one thing I can say is that they probably just mentally disrespected the Green Bay Packers. They probably looked at the Packers and said, oh, Man, this Packers team, they barely made it to the playoffs. They don't have Aaron Rodgers. Jordan Love sat on the bench for 5 years, damn near. Man, this team, come on. Man, we the Cowboys. We at home. We don't lose at home. I mean, that's probably what the fans were thinking, I'm sure. But the the Cowboys themselves played like that. You know, I mean, do you what sense of urgency? You already know your history. Your history is that Man, when you get to the playoffs, you just stink it up. You already know your history. Your history as a, as as the Dallas Cowboys is that look, we just we 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 underachievers. But I picked the Dallas Cowboys to get to the Super Bowl. And look, I'm not even a Dallas Cowboys fan. But look, as as a member of the media, you know, you try to be just unbiased. You know, and, and you try to look and you, and recognize talent when you see it. When you see a team that is good, you bring in a coach like Mike McCarthy who has led a team to the Super Bowl, which ironically was the Green Bay Packers, right? And won. So you, you, you didn't you don't have a coach that don't know what the hell he's doing. But I don't know if you can put a better team on the field than what you have. I mean everyone respected this Dallas Cowboys team. So I don't know how you let a look here. I'm going to say this again. The Packers become the first number 7 seed to ever advance. Now remember they added the, the extra wild card teams just you know uh, several years ago. But still you know, a seventh seed. That's just like, you know, the Packers just barely made it in. Remember, week 18 was one of those win or lose type thing. The Packers would would be sitting at home yesterday, you know, if things just didn't go right in week 18. So you basically get beat by a team that shouldn't have really been in the playoffs. Are you that bad? And and the answer was answered yesterday. I just don't... i cannot explain and i and i said i sat there and i said to myself yesterday like okay and and look social media normally after any cowboys loss, social media goes crazy anyway i love seeing the memes when the cowboys lose uh you know and um it's just funny it's just funny and cowboy fans usually put up a fight they'll come back and they respond this, that and the other yesterday crickets, crickets. I I mean, you don't, I'm not seeing anything. And as I started the show, I'm not worried about Cowboys fans jumping off skyscrapers or doing anything crazy because it's too damn cold in Dallas right now. It's, it's uh, it's seven degrees or something like that and freezing rain or whatever. So that ain't happening. They ain't that damn uh, upset, but just unbelievable. And I'm going to get into Jerry Jones here in a minute, but look, what what the hell and and i think leadership comes into question because and this is probably something that Cowboys fans are always getting on Dak Prescott about because you saw it maybe you know i don't know maybe you saw it with Romo maybe you didn't but you damn sure saw it with Troy Aikman and maybe lack of leadership is what on the field is is what you just don't see CD Lambs uh uh, body language before things even got out of hand told me something wasn't right with those cowboys yesterday and i don't know i mean the game had just basically started and cd lamb it's just i, I don't know I, I it was just I, it was something Dak prescott was talking to him trying to calm him down and i'm like come on it was only seven nothing you know then 14 nothing maybe but I don't know and then it just looked like Dak was trying to force it the CD Lamb, you know, so I I don't know. It was just bad. Bad it was, it was just bad. So lack of leadership on that on that Dallas Cowboys team. Um and that's ultimately I think it's going to fall on Mike McCarthy. Me and Dustin Pfeiffer, when we did the show Friday, we said that if the guy, you lose at home, your your first playoff game, one and done. I don't know how Mike McCarthy survives this 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 loss now, um, and I won't get into who uh, who could replace him. I, I think he's fired now. Uh, he probably, I mean, I just think he's fired. Be you know, and, and firing does so much. You know, uh, I talked about this on a lot of shows. You know, you bring in different people. I think Dak Prescott might be let go as well. I, I I, I think they both could be let go. I mean, this was a bad loss. I mean, this was horrible. But anyway, enough about the Dallas Cowboys. How about we talk about the Green Bay Packers? How about we talk about Jordan Love and coming in, filling the shoes of uh, Aaron Rodgers I mean, the Packers man you know hey when they drafted him a few years ago when Aaron Rodgers and everybody was saying like what the hell are the Packers doing somebody should be getting some credit for that draft pick whoever made that call yesterday they were probably beating their chest saying I told you this guy was going to be something and man wow and I told you also that whatever they teach, the they, 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 the college football today is teaching these kids how to play NFL football. You know, college football now is a passing is a passing league. You 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 get good running backs, but at the same time, they're throwing the ball in college football. And Jordan Love just looked like man. You know, I, we we saw some great football this week from C.J. Stroud and Jordan Love. I mean. The underdogs, this is the underdogs. This is all about the underdogs this year. Uh, those uh, I've never seen two quarterbacks that just look so poised and, and just, man, the best player on the field yesterday was Jordan Love. And uh, Packer fans got to be really excited. Look, I don't think the Packers are going to go far this year, but, man, the future certainly looks bright in Green Bay. And uh, and rightfully so. They get the win. Aaron Jones, <laughs> look, when the scouting reports tells you that Aaron Jones has success against the Dallas Cowboys, I don't know from a defensive standpoint, what do you do in Dallas to stop that? You know, I, nothing. I mean, it was just bad. I mean, Dallas scores in garbage time. Look, it's bad when Jordan Love is sitting on the bench enjoying himself in the, what, third and fourth quarter, and Dak Prescott had to play the whole damn game. What's wrong with that pitcher? (laughs) It's like, huh? It's like, are you kidding me? So anyway, the Packers head to the division around, and they're going to play the San Francisco 49ers. And boy, I mean, look, hey, I was wrong. I I had the Cowboys winning yesterday. I think a lot of people did. Uh, They lose in embarrassing fashion. And uh, I just, I I don't think Mike McCarthy survives. Uh, It may not happen today. It's a holiday. Tomorrow could be a whole different story. And I cannot wait. Um, There are a lot of coaches out there. This is the year of change, it seems like. In the NFL, a lot of coaches out there available, and for Mike McCarthy, yesterday was just not the time to be screwing up. When Bill Belichick is out there, I think Mike Tomlin is going to be out there too, folks. And regardless of what happened tonight, uh or if they win, of course he'll still be coaching. But I don't, you know, I mean, I don't think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to the Super Bowl as much as I would like for them to go. Um. But uh, I I I don't know, I I just don't uh, I just don't see it. But anyway, you got Vrabel out there, you got uh, you still have Michigan's coach uh, Jim Harbaugh who is starting to interview and and stuff like that. So, um, man, this is this is yeah, this is just not the time <laughs> to be screwing up. But if you're Jerry Jones, you got to be careful with this. You, you can't the, the 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 knee jerk reaction is one thing but you got to think about your future here and i know jerry's getting up there in age man i hate seeing his 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 face w- when these letdowns come man it just takes a toll on you jerry has aged 100 years in the last five so um just a, a, a incredible uh and incredible so hey i Uh, Hey, thanks for the comments there, and uh, uh, I'm glad you guys are enjoying the show here. We try to do our best here to make it entertaining and everything, but uh, look here. uh, We're going to move along here to uh, the game that took place last night, which just happened to be – Uh, this game just had a lot of fanfare and a lot of love. Okay. You can't really, you, this was not, uh, this was one of those games where, Hey, you know, you couldn't make it ugly. If you tried to with Matthew Stafford, the love that he still has for Detroit and vice versa, even though, Hey, look now you're on the field, you know, the booze came out there, but you could, you could tell, uh, I love the story, the pregame stories, that was out there uh, with his little girls and, uh, you know, and uh, look, Matthew Stafford did – Calvin Johnson was out there, Eminem, I mean, just great stuff. But look here, Detroit had to win that game, okay? They they had to win that game. I was concerned about – and this was the only game I won. This was the only game that I picked right. I, I picked the Browns to win. I was a loser. I picked the Dolphins to pull off an upset. I was a loser. I picked the Cowboys. Boy, was I a loser. But I got this one right. And uh, uh, me and Dustin Pfeiffer's Sports Kings wildcard weekend picks on Friday. I got this one right. Uh, Dan Campbell, the Lions, the city of Detroit. Boy, they needed this. Yeah, even though it was a close game, 24-23. 23 they 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 grinded it out. They they got the win, and now uh, the Detroit Lions with that number three seed, they're going to either play uh, Tampa Bay or Philadelphia. They get to play at home again, so this is great. This is great for an organization. Uh, Barry Sanders was there at that game last night, so this was great. And look, it was a great game. It was a it was a managed game because it was one of those games where you know we've seen the good, bad, and ugly. Of Jared Goff, and uh, yesterday we saw the the good Jared Goff. I mean, it was nothing uh, extraordinary, but it was it was a well managed game, and 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 that was good. Um, and Aiden Hutchison, man, you know how, how about that story there? A kid grew up in 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 uh, in the area there, he grew up a Lions fan, and and to be part of that, man, that's just that's a storybook type type thing there. But uh, it was just great, though. It was just great. And it was fitting for the Lions to win. I was concerned about Laporta being able to 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 play and be effective. But, boy, that day, he proved us wrong there, coming out there and, and getting in the end zone. And that was great. And, of course, uh, the wide receiver, um, he was able to get out there and, and, and get it done. Amon uh, Ross St. Brown, so, I mean, I I, I like this. Dan Camel didn't overthink this. No trickery. No um, number 70 checked in the right way with the officials. So, so this, this was good. This was good stuff. And I think, uh, man, it just couldn't happen to a better team, though. I like this. I, I think this was great. And I'm thinking that, look, the Lions to get not one home playoff game, but because of Green Bay they get another home playoff game because of Green Bay knocking off the Cowboys. Uh I mean this, this this is look, the Lions could end up in Las Vegas. Okay? Uh they could you know, I mean they 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 could. Of course they would have to go through San Francisco to get there. And and who knows? I mean, Green Bay did them a favor yesterday. Could they do them another favor in San Francisco? I don't know. And it seems like this every year that one of them number one seeds gets knocked off. I mean, it does happen. I mean, look, it's too easy to assume that the number one seeds are going to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, look, go on the Internet and look it up and see how many number one seeds have gone to the Super Bowl. You'd be surprised. It's just not that easy to predict that. I mean, it it has happened, of course, but, you know, it it, it would just be too easy to say, oh, Baltimore and the 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. The hell with everybody else and what's going to happen. It's the number one seed. I mean, no, it could be number two seed. I mean, wild card teams have won the Super Bowl, all right? And uh, so this is why, as they say, we play the game, Uh, Herm Edwards. This is why we play the game. So uh, it's going to be interesting, you know, and 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 believe me, Green Bay's got a lot of people's attention after yesterday. Okay. Okay. So who knows? It, it's hard to believe that the, the Packers would do the Lions a favor, right? But they sure did yesterday and they, they're going to be asking for another one. Uh, if, um, uh, I mean, just think about this, though. Look, I'm going to just paint this this fantasy picture for you. So if the Packers knock off the 49ers, and if the uh, Buccaneers knock off, well, no. What, yeah, so look, what I'm trying to say here is that if the Packers knock off the 49ers, then the NF, the NFC Championship game would go through Detroit. is what I'm trying to say, because you would have your number one and twos would have been gone and your three is the Lions. Okay, so there you go. Come on. Really? Could that really happen? It really could. I mean, you know, it's it's unlikely. But what's really looking likely is that the Lions are going to probably end up in San Francisco. And, 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 And who knows? Who knows? I could see um I can see uh, I can see this 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 uh this this Lions team going there and 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 causing some trouble but you know I'm I'm getting ahead of myself because we got a lot more football left to go but man I'm just happy for Detroit basically so anyway all right so let's get on to the uh, fortunately we got two games left uh, it was only supposed to be one, but uh, the weather decided that it was going to be two. And according to uh, reports, the uh, governor of New York uh, is promising that the Steelers and the Buffalo Bills game will be played this afternoon uh, and it will not be pushed back again. This is uh, New York Governor Kathy uh, Harkle. So she said that in a press conference yesterday. Of course, I don't know what the weather is looking like uh, right now, but there's uh, a whole lot of lake effect snowfall going on there, uh, which is supposed to be dumping around two feet of snow near Orchard Park there. So anyway, but remember, they gave a lot of people free food and twenty dollars an hour uh, to, you know, do do remove the snow so anyway uh so we're gonna uh, break down that game really quick and then uh we're going to talk about the the monday night uh game that uh was scheduled scheduled and that's the eagles and the tampa bay buccaneers so look uh just kind of look i'm a pittsburgh Steelers guy but i'm still going to try to be as fair as i can i remember october 9th 2022 the Buffalo Bills beat the Steelers thirty-eight to three. Now, look, that that was a while ago. All right, so um, I don't even know. I'm trying to see who was some of the the role players in that game. Uh, Kenny Pickett, uh, I think uh, he started, and and uh, Josh Allen had four touchdown passes. Uh, it was just crazy there. It, it was really it was it was, a, it was a good night for Josh Allen. I don't know if it's going to be as ugly uh, as that particular game was. But, you know, the weather is really going to have a a lot to do. Buffalo, I, I still think as crazy as this weather is going to be, that Josh Allen, they're going to throw the ball. And But the 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 unique thing about these two teams is that they are used to playing in this kind of weather. So the Steelers have had ugly weather, too, up in uh uh, I almost said Heinz Field, uh, Akershout Stadium. So they they're used to this too. And, you know, I've been there. Uh, I haven't been there for those ugly winter games, uh, but I've certainly you know been up there in that cold environment there um, in Pittsburgh. But so you know, I, I I don't I really don't know what to expect now. I I did pick Buffalo to win. I just think Buffalo now uh, understands that window of opportunity. I mean, Josh Allen just—you know, we we just talked about the Dallas Cowboys and the lack of leadership there. I don't see that leadership uh, with Dallas, but I see that leadership with Josh Allen. You know, he will go out there and try to do whatever he can to get it done. And you know, whether it's you—you you, you got G- Gabe Davis, you got Stephon Diggs, you got uh, Khalil Shakur, James Cook. You know, the the talent on that Buffalo uh, team just. Uh, just just seems to outnumber that of Pittsburgh. Now Pittsburgh, uh, they're going to start Mason Rudolph, and rightfully so because Mason Rudolph uh, is three and zero. And and look, uh, you know, since uh, uh, filling in there for Kenny Pickett, and I think Mike Tomlin and Pittsburgh made the right decision with going with Mason Rudolph. Now Mason Rudolph gets in the situation where, hey. You're in this game and he's having a horrible game. You still have now a healthy Kenneth Pickett that you can get in to the game and 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 come in. If 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 it so calls for that. But right now, you have to go with, with Mason Rudolph and and hope that, you know, you can get this ground game going with Harris and Jalen Warren. And sort of make this thing uh, competitive. I mean, it's just probably not going to be a pretty game. I it, it would just with you know, it's going to be a whiteout pretty much. You know, I don't know how much work they've been able to do. Uh, I haven't watched any television this morning to see exactly the latest conditions and stuff that's going on up there. But you just got to hope that uh, you know this game is going to be somewhat entertaining. But believe me uh Josh Allen and those guys are gonna be ready to play. They're gonna be for real. They're gonna they really are going to want to make quick work of the Steelers. Not a 38 to three like last year. Uh but man, they they you know, I mean they 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 I think they're gonna win the game and and, and then of course I think the bigger story is probably gonna be after the game, yeah say the Steelers lose this game much have been said about the future of Mike Tomlin. I mean, hey, this has been the year of change. Like I said in the NFL, and we've seen some big time coaches uh, uh, get fired, retire, whatever you call it. Well, we won't count Nick Saban, um, but we will, you know, look at definitely look at Pete Carroll and and Bill Belichick. So, uh, Mike Tomlin now is, is is the longest tenured coach in the NFL now. Uh, after Bill Belichick has uh, been relieved of his duties, and and of course Pete Carroll, and and uh, so now it's Mike Tomlin and John Harbaugh. So uh, I personally think uh, that Mike Tomlin is going to probably, uh, you know, leave the Steelers and and take a year off and probably come back into uh, coaching. I just think th- that's what he's going to do. That's just me. I have no inside knowledge on this, even though, you know, I've interviewed Mike Tomlin a couple of times, uh, spent uh, a lot of time uh, covering the Steelers over the years. Uh, uh, man, I remember when I interviewed Mason Rudolph uh, the year they drafted him. And, and of course, I thought Mason was going to be the answer to the Steelers. And then, of course, um that didn't pan out. Mason wasn't the guy. Uh, then the ugly incident with Miles Garrett and Mason wasn't the same. And then Kenny Pickett goes down and now Mason is the guy again. So, yeah, a lot, lot of history with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, But my personal opinion and, and just uh, following the Steelers is that, hey, 17 years, this would be the 18th season here uh it's been a long run and with all the changes it just might be the time you know the dominoes tend to fall this might be the time and um but we should see uh rumors are that uh mike Tunnan wants a little bit more leverage within the organization with the pittsburgh Steelers, and don't know what that means uh whether it's financial leverage or or maybe decision-making leverage don't know. I don't. You know the Rooneys are really hands off when it comes to you know the Steelers. They let the GMs and the head coach do what they do. So I don't know. Um, I, I don't see that leverage being granted to him uh, more. I think he has more say so than than most. But uh, it just could be a way of Mike Tomlin saying, "Okay, uh, I think I'm going to step step down and." and take a year off. I, I, and I think that would be great uh, for him to do. But uh, then again, uh, there might be so many openings that are out there that it might be tough for him to set back. Uh, it, next year could be a whole different story. It may not be that many openings, so we, we should see. But anyway, uh, I still like the Bills to get, get, get the game uh, tonight and in uh, uh, in New York. So, all right. Which brings us to the last game here uh, tonight, which is the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Philadelphia Eagles. Not the same Eagles, uh, but the Buccaneers are at home. No weather conditions, no weather problems. I don't think. I think it's going to be what in the 50s, 60s, something like that. But anyway, I did have an opportunity to talk with uh, Sony Thompson. And we talked about the Buccaneers. Now, Sony covers the Buccaneers for the Sports King show uh, and the Sony Sports Report. And I'm going to play uh, that interview. So uh, just sit back and relax. And Sony Thompson is going to talk about uh, the state of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and her thoughts and opinions on uh, what's going to take place in that game tonight. All right, folks. Now, look, I have talked about everything that took place on wildcard weekend and I have purposely left off one particular conversation and that of course is the big matchup tonight between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because I'm not qualified to really get into this conversation without bringing on the sports queen who represents the sports kings right and now today she's appearing on the mean gene show of course we are streaming live here on Podbean.com. and uh hey this lady is a certified fitness expert and she does it all okay and she has done a wonderful job all season long covering these tampa bay buccaneers which we both didn't think they would be here well at least i didn't okay i'm gonna speak for myself here but anyway we're pleased to have her here from tampa florida and Sony Thompson, welcome hello, to the Mean Jean Show.
1: Gene Thompson. <laughs> Thank you, sir, uh, for the illustrious introduction and opening. And hello to your listeners out there of the Sports Kings and, and the Mean Gene Show. I feel very honored to be here. And you know, I got you covered down here in beautiful Tampa Bay, Florida. And we are excited. Um, for this, it, it's electric down here in Tampa, Florida, in anticipation of this incredible um, kind of wrap up, right, of the super wild card weekend um, where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are taking on the Philadelphia Eagles, who whipped their butts uh, <laughs> earlier in the season. Uh, you know, I tell the truth about it. Um, they came uh, down to Tampa and taught us a lesson. They put about 200 yards of uh, running offense on the boards against us so you know that the bucks are we're ready for revenge and we're ready for uh to move on deeper into the playoffs
0: yeah i mean look congratulations are in order first of all that the buccaneers even you know won the nfc south which you know was basically up for grabs and you know your your, your counterpart in sports king's partner dustin pfeiffer you know he also wanted me to extend those congratulations to the tampa bay buccaneers but look now it's all business Because these Philadelphia Eagles are just basically taking a beating. Uh, Look, no one's giving them a chance because they have looked horrible uh, the last couple of regular season games going into the playoffs. And these Buccaneers are really looking hot. And I know you know more about these Buccaneers than anybody. So what are the chances of these Buccaneers just really – we can't even say it's an upset at this point, Sony, because the, the Eagles have just really looked so bad.
1: Well, here's the thing. I guess we'll talk about the Eagles in a little bit, but let's talk about what the Buccaneers are bringing to the table here and and kind of how this must, uh this season has matriculated. I mean, it's been up and down, it's been hit or miss, let's be honest. You know, the Buccaneers are 9 and 8, and that's a testament to hit or miss, you know? It's almost 50-50 kind of thing. And um me personally, you know, um, just observing the Bucks throughout the season, the problem is, and my theme word for them is consistency and their lack thereof sometimes. I've said it before, bad baker, good baker. It's like Jekyll and Hyde um, when he's out on the field. And now we have to add to this. Um, Baker um, is still injured. You know, his ribs are still not right from that uh, hit that he took versus the uh, when the New Orleans Saints won um, at home the week before we clinched the NFC South. So he has not been hit since uh, in the ribs since that injury. And, you know, it's going to be playoff level um aggression uh, on the field so we're hoping that baker mayfield is going to be able to sustain this and uh, put on the good baker performance that we have seen him do um so Um, that is one of the things that we're dealing here because definitely we don't want Kyle Trask coming up and doing his first (laughs) NFL start on on such a stage that poor young man, if he were thrown into that, but you know, Baker, I mean, I think, um, the NFL fans know Baker. They see that he's very tenacious. He never say die. He, you know, he has a fighter mentality and I think he knows that bluntly put, he has to suck it up, uh, Gene. He has to suck it up and he has to play his best game. He has reached all of his career highs already this season 4,044 uh, total yards of passing, 28 TVs, uh, 64.3 completion average. Those are all career highs for him. But then, you know, at the end of the day, and what does he have to show for it? He has, um, they, they have clinched the NFC South. But in terms of postseason, and you know this well, um, you're only as good. As your last
0: game that's true but let me tell you sony because i have seen the maturity of this guy this season and, and just even the, some of the interviews that they have had with baker mayfield he sounds just like a more humble guy than what we saw you know in cleveland and even we saw glimpses of that in los angeles even though that 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 was a brief stay there but I, you know, I I just think you know replacing a uh, Tom Brady, which no one really can. I I don't know. I don't know what it is—the atmosphere, the, the opportunity, whatever it is. It just seems like it's a different Baker Mayfield. You know, he's around a lot of greats down there. You know, and yes, and
1: Mike Evans—he's throwing to Mike yes, Evans, yes, one so, of the most underrated players in the league, and um, he's working for. Um, uh, such a composed and poised coach in Todd Bowles. So mm-hmm. he's receiving tutorship. He is re- uh, the guys have welcomed him with open arms because of his humbleness. He, um, coach Bowles has said it to me before. you heard it in my standups before that Coach Bowles said that he reaches out to the guys and he makes sure that he makes relationships with them and that's important on the field. Guys need to want to play for you in, um, in order to perform and, um, and score points. So I think that Baker has done that. And you're right. He has humbled himself. And I think he feels welcomed here. In Tampa. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's hard to hate Tampa Bay. Oh, it you is. Know, it's you know, just, I'm serious. As Tom Brady <laughs> said it himself. He had yeah. a ball down here.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's one of my favorite cities, let me tell you. So, look, now you mentioned Kyle Trask. I, I will say this. You and I both know this has been the year of the backup. So let's go easy on these backup quarterbacks because this has been the year, and I do mean the year of the backup quarterbacks. And it was going all well before Joe Flacco sort of ruined it.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh, boy. Um, Anyway, um, I will say this. Um, You know, I've never uh, doubted Kyle. I just think he has not gotten the opportunity to um, cut his teeth, you know what I mean? He has to have these opportunities. And then, you know, poor thing, he's had to live through the Brady era and then Baker comes in. So when you can't cut your teeth on things, and then um, hopefully he's not going to get uh, – I, I don't think that – I think ba- you're going to see Baker Mayfield first team. Uh, I think you're going to see him start this game. Um, but oh, it's such a big stage, I'm saying, to ask Kyle Trask to come in if anything were to happen and say, okay, take the wheel, son. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I- you know, that's a little daunting for anyone. But um, let's talk about the other um, – team as well and bring them into this, meaning uh, Philly, you're right, they haven't looked good. However, when you get into a playoff level game and guys' emotions get going and then their adrenaline gets going and you have Jalen Hurts at the at the helm, um, you still have a chance. And so the Bucks' pass game has been hit or miss. So they need consistency, period. Um, Philly's defense is going to try to control the game. Um, because they've got a tough defensive front when they perform. Um, but here's the thing, Jalen Hurts, wow. Um, when this guy, he's so mobile in the pocket, um, he can get out of the pocket and he still makes these incredible throws. So, you know, he's a special player. That ability to escape the pocket and see what's downfield and then make a play on top of that, he's gonna need to do that consistently uh, against the Bucks defense, so the We're, Bucks Well, we have to talk
0: about the the the, the, the elephant in the room. AJ Brown ruled out in this out.
1: game. Both of the Browns, Sydney and um, uh, both of the Browns. Look, the Browns are out. Yeah.
0: So this is, uh, you know, I don't know how the Bucks received this news, but this was this sent shockwaves through the NFL yesterday, and of course now it's not like. So the, the 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 Eagles don't have receivers. You got Devontae Smith, and you still got uh, Julio Jones, who might end right. up getting more playing time than than he expects.
1: Right. So they're going to be looking at a big production out of Swift. Uh, first of all, and he's a very gifted player as well. Yeah. So, Swift. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know our pass game coordinator uh, for and uh, inside linebackers coach Larry Foot. He gave props. Uh, he says he has a ton of respect for uh, DeAndre Swift. And he said that they were studying him this week and how special he is. He's so elite. Um, so, you know, he's going to step up to a challenge that, like I said, you know, everyone's going to step up their game because of the level of this. Yeah. By God, if they can do it in sub zero Degree temperatures, they're going to be able to do it. These teams are going to be able to do it in Tampa, even if it rains. Now it's cold here today, Gene. Mm-hmm. Us little people can't take it. Like I don't <laughs> yeah. have any insulation. It's oh, cold. Oh please, to me.
0: I'm I'm sure you're not dealing with anything <laughs> like you know what, what they were dealing with in, in in Buffalo and 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 of course what they dealt with in 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 Kansas City. Come on now, I've <laughs> Your been to fans Tampa. Are saying,
1: Shut I, I, up, I've been to Tampa a lot tweet. of times.
0: Come on now, don't 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 do this. <laughs> I know.
1: We're weak, we're weak when it comes to... i six, 69
0: today. <laughs> and some rain, get out of here, don't do that. All
1: right, all right, all right, I'll suck <laughs> it up. Um, but anyways, um, so what I'm saying is, there's going to be good weather here, whether, whether it rains or not. So, um, you know, there's going to be, um, it's going to be a highly contested game. It's, it's going to be, I think, interesting to watch. Um, you know, we'll see what the play calling brings too. Because... Um, the bucks are going are going to need to eliminate predictable play calls is what i call it um you know if the if the philly coaches are looking at film on the bucks there's a um there's a, a pattern sometimes. And I get this from um, our OC, the offensive coordinator, Dan Canales. He, he uses the word rhythm a lot. And I, I, you know, that's great. And yes, the Bucks need to be in a rhythm, but they need to execute. And also they need to um, have the type of play calling that's not predictable. So that when they're looking at whatever they're looking at on film, they're not gonna see that duplicated and uh, fall into this rut where it's easy to defend and disrupt the whole game. Okay. It's gotta be fresh. That play calling has to be fresh and it has to be effective. So, you know, everyone's being held accountable in this game is is the point that I'm making.
0: Well, we're going to have to make some predictions here I need to know before I let you go. What what, what are the expectations and who's going to advance to the division rounds after it's all said and done?
1: Ay ay ay. You mean in this particular game?
0: This particular game.
1: Yeah, I mean I see it um <laughs> I see it very tight. I, I didn't
0: mean to put you um, on the spot like that.
1: I know what are you doing to me here. <laughs> I I'm calling Bucks twenty one seventeen.
0: Twenty one seventeen. All right. I I'm I, calling Bucks. I can't remember what me and uh, Dustin Pfeiffer uh, did in our uh, picks. I think I went with the Eagles. Uh, don't tell anybody in Tampa.
1: You know, why are you trying to lower your voice I mean, like bec- the impact of Because, that because
0: I don't want anybody like in Because right I have a lot of friends in Tampa
1: and I don't want okay. anybody to right. know that Okay, all right. We'll I tiptoe be. around the two. <laughs> <I'm
0: gonna laughs> so, right well, look here, Sony, I need you to <laughs> let my listeners know because, look, I know this is a brief interview here, but I need them to be able to follow you. Uh, way beyond this interview here. Okay, let them
1: Absolutely. know where Absolutely. they can I find appreciate Sony the opportunity. Thompson. Yes. Um, well, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on. Thank you for the opportunity for me to represent for our bucks down here, you know, from all of the guys, you know, from coach Bowles to baker mayfield mike evans all of the defense chris godwin there's so many guys to name uh, thank you um you know for um allowing me to come on and talk about all of these talents on this team and um and my the listeners for your show I really want them to keep up with me and what I'm doing down here in Tampa and nationally they can reach out to me on Instagram at getgoodbody follow me there on Facebook Um, Sony's Sports Report, my name is spelled S-O-N-E-E, so it's uh, S-O-N-E-E, apostrophe S, Sports Report, on Facebook, and of course on Twitter, I'm Sony Thompson, and definitely if you are um, an athlete and you're looking for elite training, uh, superior fitness training, I have worked, as um, Gene knows, uh, with some of the top NFL players, Um, getgoodbody.com, you can contact me through there as a certified fitness expert and i'm looking forward to see how all the teams do in this really exciting uh as we get a start to the playoffs um this year gene it's so exciting
0: it is and let me tell you folks she does extraordinary work and i do want you to go i know the season is getting close to the end but go back and look at all of her body of work because it is fascinating and 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 look and and especially the, the the relationship between her and Todd Bowles, which oh, look, I'm not trying to start anything here, but I think Coach has a crush on on Sony here. And look, and and I'm very protective of Sony. Okay, Coach, so watch it, Coach Bowles. Okay, don't make me come down to Tampa. <laughs> so anyway, so the look,
1: just doing what I do. I know, I know,
0: I'm having fun here.
1: My and, lips are sealed. Yeah,
0: and hey, just great work. Keep up the great work, and we have enjoyed you. Thanks for coming on the Mean Gene Show, and of course we we'll get you on, on the Sports King Show here uh, before the season's over because we, you know, we got the division rounds coming up here, and and Absolutely. before long we got the championship games and all of that great stuff. But hey, uh, I will follow it's up with be a you. Fun game
1: tonight, Gene. It, Everybody should tune in. It's going
0: it, to be electric. It is going to be a fun game, and I can't wait. And we'll have you back here on the Mean Gene Show
1: all right
0: all right folks Sony Thompson joining us here on the Meet Gene Show hope you enjoyed that interview and uh, Sony it got the Buccaneers winning tonight uh, I got the Eagles okay I, I had to make it clear that it was going to be the Eagles and uh, so we should see all right weather should be pretty good down there so uh, that's Gonna almost wrap it up here. Jared Mayo, New England Patriots press conference taking place today. And uh, I think that's gonna be coming up here uh, at noon time. So you can catch that. And we'll have our thoughts on that tomorrow. Uh, stay tuned on what may or may not happen in Dallas as it relates to Mike McCarthy. Uh, I think he's out. We should see. Tomorrow, I'm gonna break down uh, to the today's games tonight's games, and uh we'll have the the division around full schedule for you all right nc2a college basketball poll should be out for us to discuss uh and oh yeah i think alabama football coach uh they have a new one all right we'll talk about him i don't know I don't know about this coach yet, but anyway, we'll talk about that. All right. So, all right. So, hey, come back tomorrow. Join me here on the Mean Gene Show. Enjoy your holidays. Stay warm and watch the games. And we'll come back here and do it all again tomorrow here on the Mean Gene Show. Streaming live on Podbean.com.